Welcome to the Rebel Physician Podcast, where we are creating a path for physicians to break free from the toxic medical system to create an enjoyable and a sustainable career in medicine. Join us each week as we challenge the status quo, push boundaries, and seek to create a better healthcare system for all. are revisiting our physician identity quadrant today and this time we're going to talk about the most common identity which is the suffering physician. Now as a reminder there are four types of physician identities and when we're looking at the physician identity quadrant we have an x and a y axis and we have on one axis your level of authenticity, meaning high or low authenticity, high authenticity, meaning I am in integrity with my values. I know my values. I don't people please. I set strong boundaries, so on and so forth. Okay. Low authenticity is I either haven't taken the time to consider my values or I know my values, but I'm too scared to live by them because I don't want to make patients mad. I don't want to get fired. Um, It feels weird for me to work less. So there's a lot of pleasing. There's a lot of people pleasing. There's a lot of um, saying yes when you don't want to do things. That's one axis. The other axis is at your level of non-attachment to your job or your identity. And what this looks like is high non-attachment means that my, I recognize that my value and worth as a human has very little, if not, if anything, to do with my physician identity or my job. My purpose in this life is whatever it is. And being a physician is one way I fulfill that, but not the only way and not even the best way. You also have high non-attachment to your job, meaning if this job turns into something that's toxic or not in alignment and no one is willing to fix that, then I will leave. And you compare that to low non-attachment and that is by contrast being very fearful that there's, I won't find another job. No one else will want me. I should feel lucky to have this job. And you're really attached to your physician identity. You think that the only reason that you are valuable as a human, the only way you get your worth and your sense of purpose is through your physician identity. And let me be clear before I jump into the suffering physician identity, because this comes up not in, not, not infrequently is this doesn't mean you are detached from your job or your physician identity. That's not what it means. It doesn't mean that you don't care about your patients. It doesn't mean that you don't care about doing a good job. It has nothing to do with that. You can have a high level of non-attachment, which is a place that I have luckily gotten to in the last nine to 12 months, and still really love what you do. In fact, I would argue that the more non-attachment you experience, the more effective you are as a physician and the more you enjoy your job. Okay. So please don't confuse non-attachment with being detached, completely different thing. Okay. Now in the quadrant, if we're looking at it straight ahead, 
the suffering physician is the lower left quadrant. And what the suffering physician identity is, is a physician with low authenticity and low non-attachment. A few different ways to tell if you are a suffering physician is if any of these resonate with you, okay? You are constantly trying to catch up at work and at home. You consistently run over 30 minutes late in clinic. You feel like you need to know everything about a diagnosis before being confident enough to make a plan. You are afraid of getting fired because someone is going to figure out that you're not really smart or a skilled enough doctor, that imposter syndrome, right? You find yourself charting or responding to messages at night and during the weekends. You ruminate so much over one negative or mediocre review that you find yourself distracted and at home and at work. Those are just a few specific things that if you find yourself doing them or feeling them, then you're probably in the suffering position category. And the reason for this is because you are so attached to your identity as a physician, offering you value and validating you, that you will do whatever it takes in order to feel like you're doing a good enough job. And it's because you're afraid that if you're not doing a good enough job, then you're not a good enough human. And maybe you think that you don't deserve love. Now, these are things that are deeper down. On the surface, you wouldn't, this is, isn't how it presents. It presents by doing all of these things that I just talked about in order to avoid feeling the fear that this might be possible for you. Now, the way to get out of the suffering physician quadrant is number one, being aware of where you are. And number two, wanting to, right? And that can be scary because especially if everyone around you is the same, they're all suffering, then you don't have any examples or proof that it's safe to be any other way in medicine. And this is one of the most common reasons that people stay where they are. They stay stuck because they don't have any a community, any examples, any mentors of other physicians who are proving that this is a safe thing to stop doing. Which is why one of the one of the reasons that I created the Rebel Physician membership to offer many examples to physicians of the safety and the benefit of breaking out of the suffering physician quadrant because it's absolutely possible and for doctors that do it, they find immense joy and success way more than they ever thought was possible for them because they were so blinded by the toxic medical system that we work in. So the path to getting out of the suffering physician quadrant is to work on increasing your authenticity and increasing your non-attachment. And both of these things can take time because you, where you are now took you years to get there. So the first thing is you just have to realize that it's going to be it's one small step at a time. Because if you do things too quickly, if you try to make too many changes too fast, you're, you will freak out. <laughs> you will feel a ton of fear and resistance. 
because your brain will be sure that it's going to die, that something awful will happen. You'll lose your job. You'll go bankrupt. You'll lose all your money. You'll be homeless on the street. So you cannot make moves too quickly without recognizing where your limitations are. So one thing you could do this week is make sure that you know what your five, three to five core values are. If you were to die, this is the, this is the question you can ask yourself if you don't know how to find your values. If you were, if you knew you were going to die in six months, if you had six months to live, what would, what would you do? How would your life look? What would you care about the most? Those things are the, are what really matter to you in life. Okay. And then you narrow that down to like one or two words and you figure out compared to where, how you're living now, where the disconnect is. This is a great exercise to do. I encourage everyone to do it. Okay. That's the, that's one way to increase your authenticity. That's the next best step for you. When it comes to non-attachment, how to work on non-attachment is to bring some awareness to how much you rely on your title of doctor for your worth as a human. How would you feel if you couldn't be a doctor anymore? What would you, where would you, would you feel like you were, you are not valued, that you can't be productive? What does that mean to you? Is there fear about that? If those things are true, if those questions come up and it makes you uncomfortable, then that's the work that you do. And you do that through coaching or meditation or journaling or whatever the best mechanism. But those are the ways to work on getting yourself out of the suffering physician quadrant and moving towards the rebel physician identity. Have a great week. Hey there. Just wanted to take some quick time here to let you know that if you have been thinking about doing a podcast and it feels really overwhelming and you like the idea of podcasting, but the other stuff like the editing and production feels too overwhelming, I wanted to let you know about the people who now edit and produce my podcast, which is Pretty Easy Podcasts. And for the first year and a half of my podcast, I was doing everything myself. And I had tried to contract out editing and it was really got some really, really bad (laughs) results. So I was hesitant to try again, but I'm so glad that I did because working with pretty easy podcasts has been so amazing. They can get your shows recorded, posted with a complete podcast studio at your disposal. You could record from home, your office or the park or really anywhere. And then they totally cater to your schedule and It's just so easy to work with them. I cannot say enough good things. So if it's been on your mind to do a podcast, then definitely check out Pretty Easy Podcast at prettyeasypodcast.com and sign up today. It's super affordable and it's so fun working with them. So definitely check it out.